Connor. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. And good morning to all you lovely listeners at home, and welcome back to yet another episode of the podcast that we entitle, David. The, the Think Stink. That's right, that's right. I always, I always expect what that's what you're thinking again, but then forget that we are doing the Think Stink episodes, so naturally, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta think of a better segue into it then. Um, anyways, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right, Connor. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. It's been a very, very busy couple of weeks. Um, I, I'm ready for a break, but we, uh, but I'm, I'm making it through. You know, I'm, I'm, st- I'm standing my ground, and I'm ready to talk about some movies. How you been, man? How's the weather? All that good stuff. Oh, it is miserable weather. It's windy. It's raining. It's cold. You oh, know, it's brutal. like. Yeah, but, like, I've been trying to make the most of the day, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, it's not, It's actually pretty nice today. Like, it's super crazy windy today, but it didn't rain like it was supposed to. So, it, all things considered, it turned out okay, um, weather-wise. That's good. It's pretty sunny right now, so that's pretty good. Um, I'm sure we'll get your miserable weather, like, any moment now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this was my movie choice this week. Um... Now, I want to preface this one, because we watched Divergent last week, the last time we did Think Stink, and it made me realize that there was actually another book-based dystopian film that no one talks about, and I remember seeing the trailers for it when it came out, and I said, this looks generic and dumb, and I never thought about it again. Like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even know it's critical reception. Like, that's how little I thought of this movie. Um, but then I, then I remembered it on the cusp because I'm like, just randomly because you're talking about those, those, uh, those teen book movies and I'm going, wasn't there one that was like X-Men and I thought about it. I thought about it and I went, yes, there was, it was the darkest minds 2018. (laughs) So yes. So that was my suggestion for the film today. Um, and I know David is very, very enthused about it. So I cannot wait to hear what he has to say about it. So David, would you like to kick us off? And uh, introduce, say what your thoughts were were going in, and then what your thoughts were on it coming out of the movie. Sure. So, going in, I actually like, I actually don't like remember anything about this movie. <laughs> like, like I don't remember like seeing the trailers. I don't remember hearing about anybody talking about it. So, like, I think this fits perfectly with like kind of the theme we're going with, with kind of like, <laughs> movies that like. No one's heard about that. Uh, like, like people that okay. Sorry, let me pre- let me rephrase. Movies that everyone's forgotten about. That's true. Because like, I I don't even know this one, um, but like I, I I believe it. I believe that like this was like a movie that people heard about, didn't think much of it, never watched it, and then kind of like it got lost from the memory. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's me too. And me is so lost that like I don't even have recollection of like even hearing about it in the first place. So, yeah, that was kind of me going into it. Um, I also wasn't really sure what it was about. Like, kind of even mentioned that it was like an X-Men kind of thing. Like, I just saw the cover, (laughs) and um, I was like, they have powers or something. So um, I I figured they had powers, and then, oh, my God, watching it. Oof. Um, Dude, it was rough. It was rough it was so dumb on so many levels just like so like 
the, like the the power system okay. different levels like yes so you got the greens the blues the golds the oranges and the reds and like the reds and the oranges would be like killed off as soon as like they knew they were like in those orange or orange or reds and mm-hmm. like and like they were just be, like in these internment camps and like they never really like mentioned what they were in the internment camps for. Like, they never said like, it's a prison, like, I guess. are they going to be like militarized in the army? No, they, that's what, they that's like, what they did with the, that's what the reveal at the end. I guess um, there, there's more to it, I guess, with the military stuff, but I think it like, was just storage. Sequel? No, there like, was supposed to be a lot of sequels. There are a lot of books. Are there really? Yeah. There are lots of books. That's ridiculous. It's called Darkest Mind, like the book series too, right? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Uh, Yeah, like... My favorite part of the power system, my favorite part of the power system is that it's such a random collection of powers. Like, what was the organizations? Like, the greens are really smart. The the blues are electric. No, no, they levitate stuff. The yellows are electric. The, The reds are spoilers. And the the oranges are just gods. <laughs> so like, how did how did like how is this decided? Like, what what natural like phenomena led to these mutations being the way they are? Like, it's such a random collection of stuff. <laughs> like, what does lightning and levitation have to do with one another? Like, what is up with this? I don't even know. I don't even... Okay, okay. So like, if you look at the cover of like the movie, yeah. Like, like if you look at the main girl. You'd think that she has, like, fire powers or something. Yeah, it's the lighting and the smoke, yeah. Which, by the way, in context of the movie, the smoke thing, the dissolving, is actually kind of sad. Like, knowing what that signifies in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it really is. Um, Apparently the sequel's called Never Fade. Never Fade. That's weird. Never Fade. Yeah. Maybe it's trying um, to do a maybe it's trying to pull a Jordan Peele thing where it's like one long sentence. It's like the darkest minds never fade and then from <laughs> from, from the dark and like all yeah. are all are found and in my eyes or something. It's gonna it's gonna be crazy. I can't wait yeah. to see what the next movies are gonna be. <laughs> oh man. Um but yeah, the the whole premise of the movie is just really stupid. Like the powers have nothing to do with each other. It's like you think it's like a natural progression of just like strength, but like not really. Like yeah. I mean, and kind of, but like I don't know why. I don't, don't know like why blues it. are placed higher than, or I don't know, like the levitation would be stronger than the electricity, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, because like, like the electricity involves you to be like next to like power outlets and like electrical currents. Like right. you can just use levitation whenever. Right, right, right. So like it, it, it's a bit ridiculous with like the the scaling um oh and the reds are just ridiculous they don't explain what the reds are very they well never explain the reds. until the end and it leads to probably my favorite moment in the movie uh, i won't spoil it uh for those who really care but when they finally do reveal what the reds do th- they jump out from like a helicopter and other- everyone just goes reds and then the reds like <laughs> attack <laughs> and it's really it's really funny. Like, like everyone knows what reds are. Right. It's, it's like red. It's, I don't know. It's it's really <laughs> funny. I think because the movie just has no self awareness of how goofy it is that children just get a random power, 
and these powers are just can in fact be like oh they're, they're all like combat powers like except for smarts they're all meant to be fighting so like it's like it's yeah. basically like the equivalent of like if if let's say i don't know like x-men for example what if like every mutant character was just one of five powers and rather than becoming like a superhero team they just all they just existed and could just randomly have brawls i guess it's just very wacky like it's so weird but i, I love the reds little reds moment i can't i, I want to talk not about enough it. red i right. wish there was like a main character who is a red right well i think what they're trying to build up to is that i don't know i won't spoil anything but i i think they were building up to something more with those characters that were red that they just never did because the movie sucked and they didn't get a sequel yeah yeah um this movie didn't deserve a sequel but i i think in that later i want to talk about the characters mm-hmm. um yes ruby ruby i thought i thought ruby's like the actress performance like isn't she like the same character as like rue in like hunger games oh yeah wait what you mean the same actress yeah yeah that's what i meant is it i don't know i think so let's find out um darkest minds it's her it is good call yeah it's her that's kind of whack it's kind of whack because she's into like a little on the nose casting director like come on yeah but you got a supporting character replayed by jennifer lawrence and she's like she's leading a secret resistance yeah try harder (laughs) um i thought her performance wasn't bad um but I, I I don't know. I just thought like with the whole premise of the movie and like like she's kind of like overpowered. Oh my god! I have so much to say about that. Um, the biggest okay. So in comparison to Divergent, it actually is a it's a big problem in Divergent. But this one kind of almost I feel like this movie over exaggerates that problem to the point where I can really talk about it. In the first in Divergent, the main character is just ridiculously overpowered. They treat her like she's this amazing, perfect angel that can do whatever she wants, and she's everyone respects her for it. She's amazing and perfect and all that. We already know that, right? But, like, the thing is, with with the main character in this, with Ruby, the oranges are, like, god-tier powers. And that's kind of, like, the whole point of the character. They don't like the oranges because they're, like, god-tier powerful. But they're so powerful, in fact, it makes no sense that they that they would ever die. So like she's on a, on a pow- overpowered level that's like ridiculous. She every single thing she does in this movie, she, like nothing can stop her. There's nothing that can stop her at all because no one can resist her powers and no one can stop her. Like yeah. she, she is so ridiculously overpowered. And I understand that from like a writer's perspective, when you're trying to write a character that is like one of those identifiable like female leads that you know teenagers or teenage girls can relate to. You want them to kind of feel overpowered, so that the you know like the child the child reading it can really like put themselves in their shoes and you know be like a hero. But there's she's so overpowered in this that it becomes like ridiculously unrealistic and makes this ten the uh, sense of tension in the movie completely non-existent. Like nothing can happen to her that can stop her. Like oranges are on a level of un- overpowered that is just not fun. Like it really isn't. I think the scene that embodies that is that scene with Gwendolyn Christie, her one appearance in this movie, when she, she's that bounty hunter girl that shows up. Uh, you know oh, that scene? Yeah. Like, yeah. the fact that she can do that 
just to, well, it's a completely random scene it has does absolutely nothing to the plot but like it's such an overpowered moment that it made me realize like yeah like she's she is unbeatable i don't know why they bother like having any problems because literally if anything ever happens all she has to do is be like i surrender they go up and handcuff her bam just tells and do whatever she wants like right. it is so broken and it not that i was enjoying this movie all that much but it completely kills the enjoyment and i will it is just such a mind-bogglingly stupid decision to have the oranges i, I know it's part of the book i'm sure but like there's no like sense of self-awareness with this with this power like there's no exploitable weakness there's no moment where like she has to learn to master it it's literally she can just do it and like it is stupid like it is stupid powerful and it makes yeah. the movie so boring like it is such a stupid idea um anyway i'm sorry i mean I'll... i guess that's why there's only like two of them well like... technically there's three remember the one at the very beginning that character never comes back that one that came off the uh, bus like the only... bus? They, they shot i think they shot him no, no 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 they didn't i think it took him away Remember when they? It was the very beginning of the movie when they, when she first gets off the bus. There's that one orange that makes the makes the girl the guard shoot herself in the face. Oh yeah. She never oh, comes yeah. back. That's a random random orange. Um, that just never happens. That comes back again. That was but, random. Right. I thought they were super rare. I know, but apparently there's three. <laughs> um, so we're not trying to spoil where this. Who this I mean, we'd we'd is, assume but... that they're dead, probably. Right. I guess. I don't know. Like, I, the world of this movie is very, like, I think a general overall, like, I'll give this point before we continue talking more about character, but I feel like overall, the biggest issue with this movie is that anytime the characters are talking, it sucks. Like, the exposition is horrible. The dialogue is terrible. Like, the character, every time they have to deal with the plot or deal with the powers or anything, it just it becomes just the most bare bones and confusing confusingly told exposition dump in any of these coming of age or any of these dystopian uh, high school movie type whatever's uh, high school girl type stuff it is just so stupid and like i honestly i enjoy this movie most when the characters weren't talking and just like road tripping together because that was like when you didn't have to worry about any of the power crap and they can just talk and you know really don't have to talk like keep their mouths shut and just let let things vibe it was all right but every yeah, time the characters sure, over their yeah. mouths i hated it <laughs> yeah the dialogue was pretty crappy i i, I will say mm-hmm. i will say um what do you think about liam liam like he, he was kind of like he's like the you, i mean you can tell that like he was written by a female just just <laughs> like it's like how perfect he is right. like He's like everything a woman would want in a man, basically. Like he had like no flaws at all. He also had like no personality, like at all. Like I don't remember. Yeah. I I don't remember much of anything. I remember he he thought she was hot in a dress. I think it's the most extent to his personality I got. <laughs> and like he was just like this this hero guy who was like a revolutionary who who saved people and 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 had no. And and wanted no personal gain, you know. Besides, you know, getting this girl and right. like, ugh, God, it was so ridiculous. And mm-hmm. I, I I I thought maybe they'd do something with his character, like, oh, maybe he would like, he had like a a bad backstory and like he was trying to redeem himself. But no, 
No, he he was always this, this perfect guy who right. who did no wrong. It was yes, it was ridiculous. He is a very boring character. Um, the only thing I note from my memory about this character, keeping in mind I've watched I haven't watched the movie in a little bit. I I watched it not long ago, but long enough that I don't remember every detail. I remember pretty distinctly that he was he's a, the actor who plays him as Ben was in a couple movies I watched. <laughs> he's an actor I've seen before, but outside of that, he really is just a character. <laughs> he really is just there. Um, I, I actually no, I do remember one scene. I like the scene when they were dancing by the fire. I think that's probably my favorite scene in the movie. Oh yeah, that was probably the best moment of character bonding. I think, and like how he uses the levitation as like the little lasso thing. That was cute. Um, probably my favorite scene in the movie. Um, but yeah, no. Um, that's probably the most notable thing about him. He's a really boring character. I agree. But the when best shrubs. Yes, the Chubbs. best character in this movie was Chubbs. Skylin Brooks is the actor who plays him. He knocked it out of the park. Everything he said was great. I think he's my favorite character. I loved his interactions with the other characters. I love when he has serious moments, like that one scene when they're by the pier. With, or yeah. him. That was He's great in that scene. He's the best actor in this movie. I love that scene when he's arguing about vegetables with that one guy. That was hilarious. <laughs> I, everything he says was great. Like, he really did. He had all the charisma. And it made me realize this movie should have been about him. Like, he should have been the lead character. Make him an orange, and he would have just been a perfect lead. Like, he has so much personality and so much to add to everything. That he was he was the best character by far. Like, was good, yeah. Yeah, I liked him quite a bit. Um if actually I would I wouldn't have dug, I would have dug this movie it was just him and uh what's her name the electric girl um I forget what the electric girl is now it's like it's like zoo or something zoo yes uh suzumi is her name in the credits i guess but yes if it was just those two road tripping that would be rad in fact if this movie really was just the road trip part like just super powered kids being hunted down i would have not minded i think it would have been a fine movie but instead, they had to act like it was Hunger Games and, you know, make it a giant, like, revolution thing. And, you know, the government is bad and, you know, oppressing, putting kids in concentration camps. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also mentioned this to you before. Um, I texted you when I first watched the movie. The movie's really dark. It goes from, like, 0 to 60 really fast, and I don't really get why. <laughs> like, uh, I think the most, not- the most notable points, for one, is that opening scene. Uh, it's not, a, it's not, it's the opening scene, so it's not really a spoiler. Uh, the, the, when, the, the big pivotal moment of that movie, the very beginning kind of catalyst, is the main, the main character gets powers and makes her parents forget she exists. Yeah, and there's this brutal scene of a little girl freaking out because her mom doesn't recognize who she is. That is a horrible, heartbreaking scene. Like that is awful. That's that would be a horrible thing to imagine. Like it's such a sad thing. And shocker, it barely is a thing in the story. Like it is not important that that happened. Like yes, it is a plot point in the movie. Like they address it, but like it that does not affect her character all that much. Like it really does not. And, like, it's such a jarring, like, dark-ass moment. And same thing with, like, the whole, like, they start, like, you know, like, concentration camping kids and stuff. There's a lot of, like, a lot of kid death. Like, a lot, a lot of kid death. Apparently, like, 90% of kids on the planet died or 98% of kids on the planet died. Yeah. Which is, again, a horrible detail. 
Um, it makes me think of Children of Men, which is a much better movie. But, like, there's a lot of dark details in this movie that I feel like kind of come out of nowhere. And, and another thing, too, I mean, this one I can't really talk about with spoilers, but everything involving the son of the president is also really, really dark. And it's odd because they don't treat it like it's dark. It's almost like the movie, the movie has this very, like, deep and complex backstory, probably in the books, that the movie either doesn't want to cover or is just not prepared to cover at all. So, like, they include these horrifically dark details without much context, expecting you to just kind of take it. Like, I feel like at a certain point where you're watching this and going, whoa, 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 let's go back a little bit. That was horrifically dark and depressing, and you just skipped over it like it's nothing. <laughs> like, there is a lot of depressing details in this movie. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. Um, it's, 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 it's a pretty, it's a pretty depressing movie. Um, but I, I think, I think because it just happens so fast, there's, there's no weight to it. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I, n- I never feel emotionally attached to Ruby. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's kind of a, a bad comparison, but it's the first one that comes to my mind. But like, the League of the Lion, when like, his mom dies, like, like I don't Spoilers. feel any attachment to that. Uh, it was in the first thing in the movie. <laughs> Leon Lion fans are pissed. <laughs> it was the first scene in the movie. There's like uh, five people on this planet who are waiting to watch Leon Lion that you just completely ruined it for. <laughs> I, I guess so. I guess so. The point is, is that in both of those movies, like, I, I feel no emotional attachment. Um, and, and, and I think that. And I think because I felt no emotional attachment, like, I just continued to not feel any emotional attachment to the characters. Like, like oh, you, you tried to get me to be attached to these characters, but, like, I, I couldn't. Like, I feel like with the whole, like, road trip idea and them, like, doing shit together, like, like I feel like that'd be, like, an easy grab for me to, like, feel nostalgic for the movie. But, like, I didn't. I, I never felt like they spent enough time with anything not enough time with the characters not enough time with the the whole death aspect like they, they were they were just like grazing over these 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 moments that i felt like they definitely should have spent more time in mm-hmm. um felt, felt more like a summary of the movie rather uh, sorry summary of the book rather than like a like a deep dive into the book which which is a bit, a bit sad yeah, that's pretty valid. That's a pretty good way to put it, too. Yeah, it's a very SparkNotes-level movie. It's not deep at all, and it tries to be deep. Um, I think... I think uh, <laughs> I, I, this is mildly spoilery, but I'll, I, giving it, g- acting like it's a huge point in the movie is kind of the point of this comment, so I'm going to probably spoil a little bit of it. Uh, halfway through the movie, there is a scene where they, she does try to unite with the parents, right? With her parents after this time. Now, knowing that she completely, the parents completely forgot about her, right? We know that as viewers. And, like, you kind of already know what's going to happen. You're like, all right, the parents are still not going to know. I don't know why she thinks the parents will remember, but the parents are still not going to remember. And that scene when she tries to to meet with the parents boils down to her walking up to the door, realizing they're not going to remember her, and then she leaves. (laughs) Like, it's almost like the movie forgot that, she knew that she knew this like the movie forgot with her 
So, like, the scene boils down to her going, oh, right, this doesn't matter. And she turns around, and then it gets completely forgotten. That is, I feel like that is the biggest example of what you were talking about, where it feels like a spark-noted version. Like, that should be a very personal conflict that she deals with herself. She's like, okay, these parents, my parents are clearly, you know, very important to me. They're people who molded me in the person I am. Like, I, I respect them, and I want to go back to them, but they also don't know who I am, you know? Like, is it, is it worth it to have one last exchange with my parents before I never see them again and accept that they will never know me for who I am and never get to see the person I've become? Like, do I accept that, or do I just kind of, you know, move along with my life, right? That's a really personal, internal conflict that this movie does not address at all. Like, she just walks up to the door and goes, Oh, right, I know what's going to happen. They're not going to remember me, so I'm just going to leave now. Like, it's so, like, I don't know why they included this scene in the movie. Like, it almost feels like they didn't have a lot of, like, they were running out of time, in the, or they didn't have enough time in the movie. So, like, we got to add another scene. Like, okay, let's have her go and pretend, like, go and attempt to try to go to her family and then realize it was a stupid idea and leave. Like, it's just so poorly done. I know it's kind of spoilery, but I'm giving it, me acting like that scene has much emotional weight in the movie is, you know, discrediting the scene because the scene has no emotional weight and is super brief, so... I decided to spoil it. Sorry, losers. <laughs> also, I feel like if there are no diehard, uh, diehard, you know, dystopian, dystopian book-based movie fans that hadn't seen this one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, David, what's what? What other? What What were some things that you felt stood out about this movie? Like, is there anything that you'll take from this by the end? Or is it all gone? Like, is it all going to be forgotten? It's all going to be gone. This movie <laughs> is going to be lost in the sands of time forever. There's nothing memorable about it. It's like, it's like Storks. It's, True. Storks it's, is good, though. I don't mind Storks. This is not good. But no one's going to think about Storks. It's like no one thinks about, um, uh, Mothlet. What? What film? Smallfoot. Smallfoot. Oh, sorry. I just, I just said mothler. I was like, what's a mothler? No. <laughs> All right, no Smallfoot. Yeah, small You're correct. Yes. Um, also, speaking of which, uh, in between the time that we released that episode and now, it's it's apparently come out that, like, I mean, it's kind of been known, but now it kind of officially came out that uh, James Corden is kind of an asshole. <laughs> really? Yeah. You hear about that? This one restaurant that he no. went to. This restaurant he used to be a regular at released this long list of uh, incidents where James Corden was a tool, and it was like different staff members complaining about it. So they have a bunch of re- a bunch of of witnesses to corroborate. It's not like he's getting sued or anything. It's just it came out, and people now know that what we all assumed is that he's a tool. And like, yeah. and I just find that funny because I did kind of praise his performance. He's not bad in the movie, but now I just feel bad. <laughs> especially because the major like the the first scene you see him in does majorly take place in a restaurant which is very (laughs) funny to me um yeah james corden should not be in any more movies anyways um darkest minds right james corden sucks right uh, do you have any theories? Instead of yelling, I you suck, you should yell James Corden suck. That's true. It's very it's, it's a Purdue thing to, to make fun of James Corden, naturally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do, you have any, do you have any theories as to why this movie is called The Darkest Minds? Um, I was actually thinking about that, and I think it's, like, because of 
Ruby and the President's son, like they are the darkest minds. Like, because sure. like they have mind control powers. Like, maybe they they have the darkest minds out of everyone. I guess. I, I, mean, I guess assuming that the green the greens are like the lightest minds. Yeah. <laughs> or I guess normal yeah. normies are the lightest mind. Oh, also, I guarantee you, ten bucks now. If they ever did a sequel to this, then the next movie they would come up with a word to refer to people without powers. They'd be like, they'd be like normies, or they'd be like humies, or something like that. You know, like they'd have no, they'd be like, oh look at these, look at these powerlesses, like oh so many of them, oh they're so whack, you know. Yeah, kind of like in like Harry Potter. Yeah, with, with the... muggles. Exactly. Yeah. And there's another movie that does it too. I forget. Um, probably Divergent, honestly. But yeah, it was the no, the no clans, whatever. Um, yeah, the homeless people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, side note again, another random side note. Um, reds. That's my side note. Reds. <laughs> That's my favorite moment in this entire movie. It's. <laughs> I, I want to give you guys context, but I already spoiled enough of this movie, so I'm not gonna spoil anymore. But man, the reds are the most bo- mind-boggling piece of information this movie gives you. And it's funny because there's a couple of scenes that built up to the Reds, but they were, like, not... They're not connected. Like, you know how usually with setups over the course of the movie, it's, like, you kind of get, like, okay, they're, they're building up to one thing, right? Oh, they're building up something, they're building up something. With this one, it's more like, here's a random scene. Here's another random scene. This is what they're building up to do, psych! Like, it's it's almost like they didn't realize they were building up to something until the last scene, and they included the, the, the payoff, and was like, oh, I guess they are building up to that. <laughs> it's really weird. And then, of course, they drop the Reds reveal, and you're like, oh, wow, this is real deep. <laughs> the re- I thought, the, I thought the, the person that, like, that ate the doctor, or, yeah. like, uh, the person with the doctor, I thought they ate them. Not, like, that, yeah. did to the doctor. Right. It's funny, I know what the- actually, you don't really truly know what happened to the doctor, actually. Entirely possible you come back in the sequel. That's, that is true. Um... Yeah, it's because the the guy they got to play the president was a more or less big actor, so yes, um, he's gonna they, he was supposed to come back. I guarantee it, the president and all of his affiliates. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, definitely, this movie. Imagine a universe where this became a huge franchise. That'd be a great universe. That's true. Oh, okay. Something else I, I thought I had. I forgot to mention this. Um, I'm kind of surprised this movie didn't come out earlier. Because it's a dystopian teen novel movie, right? Mm-hmm. That is also a superhero movie. Like, mm-hmm. you're literally mixing the two biggest box office genres in one. Like, I'm shocked it took them till 2018 to realize how, how, how like, fit this would be for an audience. Like, it should seem perfect. Like, it's literally superhero movies meets Hunger Games. That's hilarious. Like... They would be they like for to an executive. I imagine this was like they'd be rolling in the dough. I mean, maybe this movie had like a development hell. Maybe it was supposed to come out in like twenty fourteen or whatever, but it didn't. Yeah. But, like you know how much money this like if it were good, this movie would have been like a franchise staple. Like it totally is exactly what audience would want in twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. Oh yeah. So that is pretty funny in my opinion. All right. Uh, do you have any more notes on the film before we transition to a couple questions about it? I do not. All right. So 
I'll throw you some questions real quick, talking about the quality of the film. Uh, first and foremost, where do you think it lands in the uh, in the what's that smell you thinking again ranking? You know, the think stink rank. Definitely near the bottom. What would you? Definitely. What would what, uh, would you? Do you have like a a specific spot at the bottom, like maybe like first, second, third, or do you just? What are some movies around it for? I think for, it's for quality the, reference. Like third or second worst. Ooh, really? What's the worst then? Or what's it better than? Sorry, what's better than? Um. I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to see. Check on Letterboxd. I do have a, ta- I do have a tag for it now. So. Yeah. Um. Hold on, people. Hold on. It's under my tags and films. Uh, look for the tag WTSYTA. It would be better than. Actually. You know what? This this may have been the worst movie we've seen. Really? You think it's worse than uh, your worst? Worse than no, um... no, sorry. It's probably better than the star, or like, or like. All right, no, it's better than RPD. What I'm saying, RPD is the worst movie we've seen. Mm. Oh, so you say Surf's Up Two is better? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a bold take. <laughs> That's what I'm. <laughs> Damn, oh, it was bad. That is such a bold take. I love it. Um, yeah, I don't. In my opinion, in my opinion, I don't think it's it's bad, but I don't think it's necessarily like the worst of it. I still think like Divergent, Tooth Fairy, and Surf's Up Two were more annoying. I feel like Darkest Minds is one of those movies that like you will watch it, it'll annoy you in the moment, but then like you're never gonna forget that pain again. Versus like Tooth Fairy and Star, I like I'm gonna remember the pain. It's, it sucks, <laughs> you know. Like then I don't get the leisure of forgetting that, but I will definitely, I, I will definitely forget this. This is this is just the, this is just a movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. We we watched twelve movies. That's crazy. Yeah. No, oh, sorry, 16. 16. 16 movies, man. About to be seventeen. Yeah, honestly, we have not had a real good one, have we? No. Twister no. still is our magnum opus. It sadly is, yeah. Maybe I'll maybe maybe my next one will be a good movie. Maybe I'll pick something that's like more likely to be good. We'll see. It'll be it'll be an outlier. Yeah. Like it'll be something amazing too. I'll pick like I'll pick like Shawshank Redemption. Like all right, let's just we're not going anymore of forgotten movies. We're just going crazy. <laughs> I hope that's... I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll see what happens. We will see. We will see. Anyways, second question. Uh, so, David, uh, what would you recommend people watch instead of this? Like, obviously this movie's not very good. But if someone said, like, man, I was looking forward to that. Oh, man, it sucks. That's lame. Like, what would you recommend uh, instead? The Hunger Games. The <laughs> Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. Sure. Maybe, like, maybe, like, Unbroken. I don't know. That's true. Unbroken's a little better. Um, wait, unbroken. Unbroken too. Unbroken. Wait, what? That was not like, no. Wait, back backtrack. I thought Unbreakable. No, Unbroken <laughs> is nothing like this. What are you talking about? I don't even know why I mentioned that. I, I, I think maybe you're thinking Unbreakable, my movie with Bruce. No, Willis. I'm not. I'm not. No. <laughs> that's not. I, that's I, not I, a bad I, suggestion. Unbroken. Unbroken. Wow. <laughs> what a statement. <laughs> oh, did you realize Unbroken Two is actually a movie? 
I know. <laughs> Dang. Um, I would recommend you know X Men. Obviously, that's a little bit better of the version of this topic. Uh, I heard this movie called Chronicle. Uh, Chronicle is a very similar plot to this. I think I I've heard that's good, so I would recommend that. I've not seen it, but it's definitely better than this. Um, I don't know, man. It, this is one of those movies that like obviously since it didn't do very well i cannot imagine anyone actively going out of their way to want to watch you know like it's i have a hard time believing that there's someone out there who who thought this would look thought this would be good or was in any way excited for it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but yeah that's the way the cookie crumbles bro um all right and then i have a new question for you i was thinking about this one for a while and i was like you know I think it's time we workshop this this movie. We need to make this movie better. So, David, I want to ask you for your professional opinion. So, this movie is obviously a pretty bad script, but do you think do you think you could recast the lead characters, the lead group, into a likable cast of characters? Like, who who do you feel could charisma could have enough charisma to make this script better? Like. Uh, usually we kind of pick out one specific actor, but I'm thinking like, when you see these characters, David, like when you see this group, who, what group, what characters, what actors do you think could make this group better? You know? Yeah, I got you. So instead of instead of whoever Ruby is, we get Tessa Thompson. That's true. She is kind of like a discount Tessa Thompson anyway. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Liam, we get Ed Sheeran. Whoa, whoa. That's yeah, a bold one. Alright. Instead of instead of Chubbs, we get we get we get it just Elba. Whoa, whoa, that's pretty yeah. bold. That's it's, so it's, he's a goofy character, but he's serious. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Instead of instead of Zoo, we get we get Uma Thurman. Whoa, I like I like where this is going. This is like completely ballpark random. <laughs> I like it. Yep. yep, uh, yep. I, I was I was kind of like expecting you to be like, oh, for for Zoo, we get like The Rock, <laughs> like <laughs> go go complete complete character rewrite. We we get we get Kevin Hart. I actually know that as I think we should, you should do this. Yes, definitely remake this movie. The exact same. Everybody's the exact same except <laughs> Zoo is played by The Rock with the same dialogue. So like no dialogue. So he's just standing in the back with the eyebrow up, and the other characters talking. And that's that, those are the powers that uh the, that uh, Black Adam has. So that's like. True. That's true. <laughs> I want to watch Black Adam now. Black Adam is going to be on our show in like a year. <laughs> yeah, it's that's easily possible. Damn, I want, I want to. Where is, where's the, where's the rock cut of, of Darkest Minds? <laughs> Dang, I didn't know I needed that until now. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Anyways, do you have any last thoughts on this movie? Anything you want to, any beefs of this movie you'd like to resolve before we head out? Uh, I think I'm good. That is true. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We do really appreciate it. Uh, in two more weeks, we'll get you another Think Stink, another classic. David's already told me what he wants to watch, and I'm, I'm already afraid. This whole trend of mediocre movies is not going away anytime soon. Uh, nope. Anywho, thank you guys so much for listening. We do really appreciate it. Check us out on Instagram, what's that smell, underscore you think. And again, for all podcast updates and all of that. Ooh. 
Uh, I have been Connor, and this has been David. And thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of the podcast that we entitle David. What's that smell you thinking again?